Don Durham and welcome to Patent Pod. Competitive integrated employment grants are available for local education agencies, including school districts, intermediate units, charter schools, approved private schools, and chartered schools for the deaf and the blind. The intent of these grants is to establish or expand effective, competitive, integrated employment programming for youth with disabilities. We are fortunate today to have Mr. Eric Jankowski and two students, Carson and Dean from Baldwin High School, joining Patent Pod to share how they utilize grant monies to create a successful business and learning experience for students. Welcome all three of you. Thanks for joining us on Patent Pod today. Mr. Jankowski, can we go ahead and start with you, if I may? I'd like to hear a little bit more, and I think our viewers out there would really be interested in hearing how Baldwin High School specifically applied these grant monies to really create an opportunity for students at the school. Yeah, absolutely. So we uh, decided that we wanted to start up our own business. Um, we previously had started up a, a coffee shop called the Baldwin Bean, and we were looking at another way that we could, you know, uh, interact with uh, students and, and you know, teach job skills and things like that. Uh, so the model that we came up with was to create our own shop where we made products to sell. Uh, so what we decided was is that um, looking at different types of things uh, to do that, we uh, purchased a Glowforge, uh, which is a laser cutter and engraver. So that is the, the main uh, thing that we use for our business to make our products. And then from there, uh, we incorporated a lot of different things related to technology. So a GoPro camera, an iPad, uh, other different types of materials, um, a membership to Glowforge so that we could kind of ease with making some of the products and trial things out. Um, so looking at the different ways we can incorporate technology into real world job skills, uh, but then also at the same time, um, being able to you know, teach some of these skills to our students in a setting that would allow them to be successful, make mistakes, learn how to do things, and uh, you know, really you know, make something that's different that's maybe you know, not accessible everywhere else. So I, I hear you, so you have a coffee shop at the high school and you wanted to really kind of expand on that experience to creating products that folks can go ahead and purchase. And in that process, it looks like you're really kind of building some interactions for the students with each other, with the adults, with the larger community. And I heard you talk about job skills, the very important job skills that our students are going to need um, post high school. The, the learning environment that has been created through this opportunity has been quite extensive and you've really it sounds to me like you've created an opportunity not just to benefit the students but really benefits the entire community at a large and I think that's something to be commended um, and really proud of Carson let me if I can jump to you for a moment here you know when you talk about producing products to sell we have to start thinking about well what might sell what are people interested in so how do you all determine what are the products you're going to develop and create to then sell to the public Okay, so uh, coming up is obviously a holiday time, so that part was pretty easy. We had um, a couple, most of our items are holiday themed, and then me and Mr. J looked through the Glowforge website and found a couple of popular games, like Tic-Tac-Toe, for example, is one of our games that we're going to be selling, and um, just other games that we thought many people would be interested in. We came out with a puzzle that we found that we thought would be pretty cool. So just stuff that we thought the public would like the most and actually get instead of just us waste. That's awesome. So it's really about, you're really kind of gauging interest 
and what are what's out there and you are capitalizing on the holiday season which is always a good idea to do when you're in marketing and product development I heard you talk about popular games what are the kids playing like you'd mentioned tic-tac-toe and some other popular um, games and activities that people are using and, and hanging out with their families more and more so you're producing products that kind of align with those and you're really building um, such a, a strong grasp of and ensuring that we have interest um, and intent before we develop these products so that that whole learning process is so valuable um, and I'm sure you and your, your colleagues and your peers would agree with that. So I'm listening to this and I'm getting a little itchy to go out and purchase some of these products because I'm curious, what are these holiday items you've made? What are these games that I could also bring home to my own family, maybe even to my classroom? Dean, could you help us out? Where would I purchase these products? How can I get them into my hands? Uh and, uh, on the internet. Yeah. Cool. Pop up. Wow. And our pop up sales. So we have a, kind of an online store and a pop up sale location. That is wonderful. Great. And we'll make sure that we uh, go ahead and link that internet site right into the credits of the show today because we do want folks to go ahead and visit and see all of the great material and products that you all have put together. Dean, I'm going to stick with you for a moment if I could. When we think about the learning environment that's been created, when we think about the opportunities that are being fostered for students um, in this opportunity, what are some skills can you share? What are those skills that you yourself are learning through this kind of business model? How to use the Glowforge machine? Yeah. Uh, you know, and peeling off the tape that comes on the products. Yeah. And delivering the products to the teachers here at school. So really, you're you're really expanding your skill set and using a variety of tools, preparing products to go ahead and put out to the marketplace, and then even that aspect of once someone purchases a product, going ahead and delivering it. So all valuable skills um, that you and your peers are really engaging in. So thanks for sharing that. I think it's really important that we highlight those job skills, those employment skills that are being um, created and practiced while we're in school here. Carson, I'm going to jump back to you. As I was kind of reviewing the model that you all use to establish this, this company, this, this product building company, um, you all used a peer-to-peer -peer model. So I was wondering if you can share a little bit about that experience and maybe specifically, Carson, if you would, talk to the benefits of using a peer-to-peer -peer model. All right, so uh, the peer-to-peer -peer model allows me to be able to work side-by-side -side with other students who might be going into the same career or have similar interests to me. And um, I'm very into the laser engraving and uh, hands-on stuff like that. So being able to help them and uh, like show what to do really means a lot. So when we think about you're kind of you're a coach, you're a mentor, you've got this whole apprenticeship model going on. And when we think about that peer-to-peer -peer model, and, and Carson, you said it so wonderfully, these are, these are other peers who are interested in similar um, tasks or similar career fields, and to really have that opportunity to kind of collaborate and work hand in hand, you know, you can kind of tell just by the way you're talking about it how powerful that is um, for all of you. So I think that's really something to highlight that 
peer-to-peer model, that kind of side-by-side coaching, mentoring that goes on amongst the students. I think that's a, that's a wonderful piece to look at. So I'm listening, you know, and I'm already itching to go do a little bit of shopping. I'm excited about the opportunities that are being provided for you all at that school. And I have to wonder if, if other folks are listening and they're saying, this would be a great opportunity for us as well to really apply for one of these competitive integrated grants, employment grants, to start to build the same kind of structure that you all have done out there. Carson, might you offer any advice? What would you say to a group of students who came to you and said, man, how do we get started? What should we do first? What might that advice be for them? Um, well, like Mr. J was saying earlier, how we started with the coffee shop, it always starts somewhere, I feel like. So you have to find kids that are dedicated enough to be able to stick with them and work through everything and have the patience to uh, take their time and really help them out. So. Um, just kind of put your time and effort into it rather than be impatient and give it some time to work out. Carson, I feel like that's a model that we should all take on, take on what you're saying. Um, you know, be, take your time, put some effort into it, give up that impatience of all of us. You talked about finding a place where you're dedicated, finding something you're dedicated and passionate about, being patient and really accepting and embracing the learning opportunities. And I think that's some really great advice to share with others who are thinking about investing in such an opportunity as this. I have to tell you, I am, I'm tickled that we were able to talk to all of you today. I do understand that um, you'll be featured in the Post-Gazette or have been featured in the Post-Gazette recently. That's really exciting that you have the opportunity to showcase for others what it is you've been able to do at the school. So thank you so much, uh, Mr. Jankowski, Carson, and Dean. Thank you all for being with us today on Patent Pod. We're so fortunate to be able to talk with you today. Thank you very much. Oh, gosh, of course. We're so excited and proud that you all are, are joining us today. Thank you to all of you in the field. You are truly an inspiration to us all. A special thank you to John Ragsdale for producing this podcast. We'll see you next time on Patent Pod.